When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Morning After, presented to you by Brown and Crouppen, Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin Vaughn, Kenneth Iggy Strode, The Plowhawk, Action Jackson with you on the program. Come on in, the water is warm. Text in. Oh, Doug. I'm emotional. Huh. I heard a little frog. I, thought, I heard a little seed in there. Actually. Yeah, I think it is a little uh, seed. <laughs> seed demon. Who's the seed demon? I think it was just a little frog. Seed demon. Three one four eight eight one TMA five. Call in six three six nine zero zero four TMA. An email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Become a friend of the feather and active in the program and watch it at youtube.com slash TMASTL and gather around the hearth. There's no hearth here. Do people even have hearths at home still? You know, I had one in my basement at, in the country. It was oh, huge, and we did open our presents on the hearth. So there you go, sat Doug. there. It's right next to the fireplace. With the stockings in the back. It was a huge stone hearth. Doug, you would have been impressed. What is a hearth? What's the difference between the hearth and a fireplace? Doug? I think the hearth and the sitting area, because you can have a fireplace with just a, a top mantle, but the hearth and the outer ledge... Yeah. Where you can put decor items and obviously open your gifts. Don't say Christmas. decor items. It is. That's it's like what a they Davenport. Are, no, a Davenport's a couch. You still sit on it. Well, everything you sit on is not a Davenport or a hearth. I love how we brought Davenport into the mix. Like a stool is not a hearth. I never had a hearth. I don't know. You're oh. right, man. You were too poor to have a hearth? Yeah, I think our first house down on Lewis, or not Lewis, down in uh, the city, down on Flat Avenue, I think we had a fireplace. No, well, at least you had a house. We yeah. would love to have had a house. Two family a flat. Hut. We had some sticks we put over our heads. <laughs> That's what you did? You just mm -hmm. held sticks up? Yeah. Oh, and we were thankful for it. We didn't have a lot, but we did have sticks. So, yeah, hearth, that was, that was for the wealthy people. Well, they're not happy. About what? Let me guess. We started a minute late. Uh, just going to go in order. Uh, Mernon. You like that, Doug, instead of morning? Mernon? I don't mind it, too. Yeah. Doug and Tim, who is your favorite Fed chairman? Mine is Paul, Paul Velker. Smoke a stogie <laughs> and raise those rates. That's from the 314. Favorite Fed chairman. Uh, you guys taking calls today. That's from Flip Wilson. I think we are. Jackson, are you able to do it? Yes. Nice. I think six three six nine zero zero four TMA. I guess Alan Greenspan. I'm going to go with him. I believe he was married to Andrea Mitchell. 
That's correct. So as far as Fed chairman goes, I guess that'd be mine. Morning, boys. Welcome back. 10 out of 10 on that hearth question from Ken, namely because I also didn't have an idea what it was. Follow-ups went downhill, but strong start by Mr. Strode. That's from Brian Henshin, who's monitoring the Colts. Okay. Right. Thanks, buddy. All right. Compliment from Hench. Mm-hmm. Doug's face is my Davenport. That's from Kwame okay. Voyukas the fourth. My wife is the sea demon. Big pick energy. Good morning. What municipality are we going to shame today? That's from Mr. Licks. Oh, who's got it coming? Maybe Maryland Heights. How about cleaning your roads? Oh, somebody oh, just got no. paid. Uh, let's see. I think it was, no, was it Carl Pelker? Somebody said, what's Iggy going to complain about? For Oh, there it is. David P. Which will happen first? Iggy bitching about the roads or his <laughs> golf team? That was in the YouTube chat. Congratulations, hmm. David P. Cash your ticket. Hello, I'm leaving. <laughs> Somebody, mic drop that mission. Get out. Plowsy wasn't happy. He was on 40 for an hour. Yeah, I'm. I'm telling you, Kings Highway and 40. We were turning around. I'm not kidding. Going the wrong way on the interstate for the first time in my life, and going the wrong way up an on ramp. That's Why the only. That, the only way. Accident. There was like seven fire trucks acting like the Berlin Wall around 40. It was insane. I don't know exactly what happened. Well, they don't do that just to inconvenience anyone. I didn't say it was an inconvenience. I didn't say it was purposeful, but it's yeah. still, you can complain about it. Yeah, well. Got to 44, took Hampton, it was clear, and then 270 had a problem. 270 was kind had of slow rack, going. And so I had to take Ledoux. It was hard, yeah. It took me about an hour or so to get here so not fun well these are severe conditions when it's three or four degrees and it's snowed a little bit it's good luck keeping every road pristine it's not gonna happen nice dog <laughs> there's a ruckus in the hallway jackson what's going on in the hallway like uh, looks like the riz show's taking a break oh. just look at them just making noise baby ruckus is that a ruckus or raucous raucous we tell them to be quiet we got a show going on here i just say ruckus no you like that ruckus bring the ruckus or Rafe. I haven't seen Rafe in like a month. Yeah, it wasn't him. <laughs> Licks, were you supposed to be at my house at six to plow the driveway? Did your 1979 GMC break down again? Get a shovel, you peon, and clean it up over here. Mm. It's from the Warson Woods Wacko. I have a feeling in the in future years we won't be shoveling driveways. We'll have some piece of equipment that'll just melt all that stuff real quick, real nice, like real fast, without all the hassle. Yeah, I saw a video of a guy with a giant blowtorch out on his driveway, and the snow. I mean, it melted immediately. You'd have to be very careful with it, obviously, but it was an enormous blowtorch, and boy, it was sure making fast work of that snow. We got a guy across the street that uses a, a leaf blower, and you could see him standing on his porch just peacocking at all the oh, little really? minions that are, oh, he loves doing that. You know who else has a good snow blower? Mike Francesa. Yeah. God, I had that. I'm going to have that oh. pulled up. You're so good. <laughs> well, just that the invention so of, like, the underground heating system. Like, if you saw the Bills Stadium yesterday... If you saw it, it was like like 10 hours before that, covered in snow. Yeah. And then game time, it looked like it was summer. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that is that, insane. Yeah, that underground heating that melts everything. Yeah, of course, we're spending millions for that. Yeah. But at least we have to have something that's affordable for people who live, you know, just with sticks over their heads. Like I, I had to growing up. On that game, I can't, uh, I can't tell you how awesome it is. Just nobody had a section. You just f shoveled out a seat and then just sat in it. That's is that what they did? That, 
I, apparently that's what it ended up being. I don't think at the time that was the original plan, but. There were people like waist deep just walking to the oh, seat. That's that's real, that's all awesome. I love that. Mm. It's probably not great for. You know, I, I wouldn't go to game. that game. Yeah, I'd sit and watch from the comfort of my home. I don't. I don't get a whole lot of kick out of being outside when it's <laughs> zero degrees, winds blowing. I don't care if I'm watching a football game or not. <laughs> If it makes you guys feel any better, we got frost and rain in Tallahassee this morning. Really? That's Nate, and he's in Tallahassee. Yeah, that's like the the taint sweat. You know, that's kind of where, that's basically what Tallahassee gets. (laughs) Getting a number of St. Louis starter packs texts uh, because St. Louis starter packs, Doug, that's your account or is that Jackson's account? It's not mine. Jackson's account. Is that correct, Jackson? Incorrect. But I I guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> He's willing to take the heat for it, I guess. That's hilarious. Well, there really has been a theory that Jackson's the one behind St. Louis starter packs. Wouldn't I be a little young to know some of this stuff? <laughs> like early 2000s South County soccer mom. Like, I don't think I'd have a, I don't think I'd have a great beat on that. Yeah, but that's like four. four mouth. Oh. I don't know if I could be that. So anyway, yet. St. Louis starter packs at some point over the weekend uh, did a Q&A and... Got a bunch of questions asking if the owner of the account on Instagram is somebody on TMA and said no, but um, you've heard my voice on the show before. And so then people, and I'm telling you, I usually, unlike Iggy, I don't usually get many direct messages, uh, but I was getting direct messages and texts from compadres. Oh, really? um, Theorizing who it actually is. Behind St. Louis starter packs. Hello, St. Louis. And Larry Nichols, of course, who it is. Larry will not be on today, by the way. You know who might, you know who might be oh. clever enough to pull that off is Chris Raby. Wow, that's not a terrible. Although guess. he's not from St. Louis, right? So maybe he wouldn't be tuned into some of the stuff that happened here a couple oh, decades ago. Are just throwing guesses on air and just throwing people under the bus and that Well, we've, we've heard his voice, and he's very clever. Maybe it's Wellington. I'm certain. Well, I don't know that he's got the time. Daddy Padre. He's real locked into the area. Is someone who's called in at, at some point? All I know is that's what the uh, the account said. No, it's a fun little site. It's a fun thing. Do you enjoy it? It is I, pretty I see good. it every now and then, you know. Sveta and Rokas. <laughs> oh, it could be Buck Swope. Oh, yeah, that's another possibility. You're talking about a, a time-consuming project. Yeah. Yeah, he can knock that out. Uh, Brian Engine thinks it's Timmy the Tickler. You think it's because he's your favorite no, caller? Wouldn't it be amazing? He's not, he's not a good caller. That's a good call. I think it's Swope. He's the only guy that's got all his time to do this, and he doesn't seem to work. So Yeah, and he put well, it Well, I wasn't real going quick. that far. I wasn't direct. But I, I think these kind of tasks he enjoys, and he's very locked into St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone thinks it's the hipster of Tower Grove South. He didn't call in that much. I don't know if he's ever called in. I yeah, can't I remember. Mm. Maybe I'm. <laughs> it really sucks training puppies when it's too cold to go outside. It's also hard to have sex with your wife with two puppies in your bed. Klabes is pissed. Said these bitches better be trained by the time he gets back from his cruise in Jupiter. And he wasn't just talking about the dogs. Wife is working on her ball gag and how big of a butt plug she can take in. Thanks, it's a recovering alcohol. Oh, it's <laughs> a kitty cat. Well, that was a good text. 
I don't know how good it was. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? Clave's on his cruiser. Is he locked into the winter warm-up? Well, I don't know. Did, I'm, he was probably at the winter warm-up. All the KMOX guys are usually there interviewing people for their shows all day. Man, did the weather affect your family's ability to get there for all three days? Uh, it did not. We didn't go any of the three days. Imagine wiping off your car, getting in that blistering cold, to go to Cardinal Caravan. Stand in line. Oh, the Cardinal you know, Caravan. That, the, the joy. I, I'm so jealous. Well, it's not for people in St. Louis. It's for people in the small towns who can't get here. Oh, man, driving two hours in the, Oh, yeah. But I think it's mostly for the people that live in these small towns where they go and visit. Doug, I'm kidding. It's fine. It, it is fun. I saw Jordan Walker was there. Yeah. And pretty cool. Mm-hmm. 75 bucks for his autograph, I think. Not bad. It's good value. I, I would never pay a nickel for anyone's autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to have a picture with somebody. It's kind of neat to have a picture with people. Who would you like a picture with? Ella Reese. Della Reese? <laughs> Touched by an angel. Yeah. She needs to focus. Uh, I don't know. I had a friend who had a collection of pictures with him and presidents, and he had four or five of them. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. Kind of like Blueberry Hill with like a thousand pictures of celebrities on the wall. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing's fine. But it's just a written, somebody's written name that you usually can't read it anyway on a piece of paper. That doesn't do it for me. <laughs> Remember the adult that would, like, block traffic at spring training just to get, like, Luke Weaver's autograph? <laughs> what are we doing? Yeah, on a napkin. And the ones that mm -hmm. sign so many of them, if somebody collects, because I don't collect if I have autographs or for me, um, but people that collect, <clears throat> I'll give you an example, Lady Gaga. You can't verify <laughs> her autograph because she signs it different every time. You know, when she first started out, she did nice Lady Gaga. Then now she signs so many, she just scribbles. Somebody says, that doesn't even look like her. Look at this. This doesn't look like her. Except she doesn't sign the same thing. She just, they just all just scribble stuff. Yeah, I nice want no effect. part of your pursuit of Gaga. <laughs> Bobby. Mickey <Yeah>. Mantle. Mickey <laughs> Mantle. <had> a, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> Mickey Mantle had a great autograph. His M's had, like, moons in them. Yeah. He took time to write it. Could What's you that? see the teardrop when he signed for you? Uh, no, I wiped it off. Oh. Wouldn't that be funny if his was more expensive <laughs> because he had that teardrop, which teardrop. is actually a little bit of his, little bit of his DNA authentic on there. DNA. Mm -hmm. Boy, Jackson, I just am just getting your uh, AM links. Yeah, you, you had a strong performance, Doug. Thanks. Yeah, felt good about it. Felt really good. Joe Buck and Troy Aikman earned praise for sharp criticism of Eagles. Didn't watch that game. I got to be honest with the audience. I got to be honest with the audience. I really like the Buccaneers in that game. That doesn't—it's not results-oriented. I just like the Buccaneers in that game. Eagles just absolute—yeah, fell off a cliff. They looked lifeless last night. Not, was the final thirty-four or thirty-one-nine, something like thirty-two-nine. Yeah, thirty-two-nine. Like I, I mean, the Eagles had nothing. They had nothing. Buccaneers Lions to go to the NFC Championship. Yeah, what you seen that coming? Lions will win that one, I think. I think so too. But you never know. I mean, I you feel like yeah. this isn't the type of year to where the Lions are overpowering by any the stretch. The whole world will be on the Lions, and that yeah, I would have bet my, goes. I would have bet my whole bankroll that the Cowboys would have beaten the Packers. Well, oh, we made that, that observation happen. last yep. week that the numbers were odd as far as uh, the money was on the Packers and the volume was on. Uh, the Cowboys, and it and it kicked off at like thirty-seven percent disparity, and I I fire blindly when I see it get to forty percent. 
because it, it the opposite happens so often when that happens. I wouldn't have thought that the Packers would blow them off the field. Uh, let's see what the numbers are, Doug. Texans and okay. Ravens. Ooh. Ravens minus nine and a half. <laughs> 49ers minus 10 against the Packers. Lions minus seven against the Buccaneers. Bills minus two and a half against the St. Louis Chiefs. So there's your uh, there's your spread. If anything sounds good to you, fire your okay. bullet. Fire it now. Is that uh, a game in Kansas City? Buffalo. I thought Kansas City won the division. Buffalo won their division. With a better record, I think. And they beat the Chiefs head-to-head. Mm. That's when Patrick Mahomes was upset with the officials. As a Packer fan, this is house money, baby. We could, I mean, we're terrible in San Francisco in the playoffs, but screw it. If we get blown out, I mean, nobody had us being here, so it's exciting. I did not see the Cowboys game going that way. Now they're talking Belichick to the Cowboys. He interviewed with the Falcons. Would you really want to go to the Atlanta Falcons if you're <laughs> The hand? Falcons have a bunch of raw goods everywhere but the quarterback. But that's important. Don't get me wrong. And my, have- my plays have been uh, Harbaugh to the Chargers and Belichick to the Falcons. That's my parlay, Doug. Chargers come home. Chargers come home. I, could, I, I guess I could see Belichick with Dallas, too. That's the kind of Jerry Jones hire you might expect, right? Yeah. Try to make the big splashy hire, pay him $20 million to go down there and flounder around in his final years <laughs> as coach. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty unfair to, to fire a coach for one bad playoff run. I know the Cowboys haven't had a lot of playoff success recently, but when you get through an entire regular season playing as well as they did, and then you lay an egg in the playoffs, I, I don't think you fire the coach over that. I just don't. I know you follow Dan Orlovsky because you know he's sincere. I don't follow that playing him. A character. Either, no. And he said, clear everybody out. Everybody's going to go. <laughs> Team won, what, 13 games? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you had one bad day. Everyone loses their job. <laughs> Our king. <laughs> he is mm-hmm. the king. King Dan. Yeah. What a, what a stud. <laughs> Aside from the weather, it was like we were in South Beach with the people running around Ballpark Village. Hot broads everywhere carrying bats and what not to be signed. That's from Stephen Wildwood, who I guess was at uh, Winter Warm-Up. Carrying bats and whatnot. <laughs> you like that? I don't care for it. First time Mahomes will ever go on the road in the playoffs in his career. That's wild. That's from the horny banker. Yeah. Okay. Jesus Christ, I can't do it today. That's in the Table Rock Lake Monster. Doug, what does that mean? What can he do? I have no if idea. If he can't fish, right. probably in Table Rock. They hate us. <laughs> just hate us, Doug. Wouldn't it be terrible to go fishing as, as cold as it is right now? Have you ever been ice fishing? Yes, in Minnesota. Uh, Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon did that a lot. Yeah, they did it. Uh, oh, I yeah. love the grandpa. Uh, that was Burgess Meredith. What that? Oh, Mickey and Rocky mm-hmm. one he's... and two and a portion of three. Spoiler alert. For his airtime, there I don't know if there's any actor with greater pound for pound just <laughs> heat that mm-hmm. that dude brings. He's never like the main guy in anything, but wow, he is so good in that. They have they they have tiny little houses they mm-hmm. drag yeah. out there onto the lakes. But you got and everything. They sit in there and fish, and they have heaters and. You got coffee. You got heat. You got. You got misery is what you've got. And then they drill a hole in the mm. ice, and then with a ladle they keep scooping it because it wants to freeze over all the time. And then drop a line and act like they're having a grand old time. It's horrible. Now hear me out. What if it's just a front for like a gay sex ring? Yeah, hear them out. I like oh. it. Look. 
I'll no wife is going to ever want to join you on those missions. No. But also, they're never going to, you know, not have you have some good one-on-one time with your friend that you've known for a very long time. So this is a perfect spot. You're in, like, basically a sauna, fishing. Nobody's around you. No one can hear you. Mm-hmm. I mean, there you go, Doug. So it's a reason kind of maybe to meet your... Your, what do they call it? It's not a mistress. What's the, the term where you're meeting another dude? Oh, <laughs> God. I'm I actually half, I'm half serious. Like, what? Is there a term for a male mistress? We'll just say male mistress. It's a good reason because no wife is going to go on that venture and you're able to spend quality time isolated from everything in this warm hut. You can do whatever you want, you bring your own cooler. I'm just saying, I'm not saying it like happens all the time, but it probably does and has happened. You twisted SOB. I, I, I'm just trying to think outside the box. I've never been, but I see movies it's and... It's terrible. It doesn't it's look, horrible. It doesn't look that much fun. And every year someone leads their little house out there too long and the, <laughs> the, the ice thaws and the house goes down no. to the bottom of the lake. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, it happens all the time. They drive their cars out there in, in the middle of the winter. Oh, I did not know that, Doug. Yeah. God, I hate to be... I would be that sorry sack well, they're, they're not that necessarily wouldn't... in it at the time. I'm sure they they haven't gone back for a week or so, and then they're out of town or something, and then the temperature gets up to 50 degrees, and a couple days of that, and the ice thaws, and down goes your little hut down yeah, the bottom so of the lake. Good. I was going fishing. It's- you know, I'm not going. I'm not doing that again. <laughs> Doug's out. Munganass sponsor of the seven o'clock hour. StLouisAcura.com. AltonToyota.com. It's Munganass St. Louis Acura and Munganass Burkhart Alton Toyota, and we recommend doing business with them because they are friends of the show. Sponsor of the seven o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Go online at StLouisAcura.com or AltonToyota.com and work with the great Jamie Burkhart, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganass, and in the service department, Ryan Cyberg. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganass. I just got my car serviced out there last week. Couldn't be happier with it. They're the best. It's Munganass St. Louis Hacker and Munganass Burkhart, Alton Toyota. Jackson, tell the people about Circa. Sure, Tim. The world's largest sports book in Las Vegas is now in Illinois. That's right. The Circa Sports app is available in Illinois. So if you live here in St. Louis, you make the short drive across the river. Or if you already live in Illinois, sign up for the Circa Sports app because it's sports betting the way it should be with big app bets, high betting limits, tight money line splits, and the best customer service around. If you start winning, they're going to start limiting your accounts. Now, what they do, they also encourage you to shop the lines, take a look around some of the other Illinois sports books, and then come back to Circa. I'm very confident you're going to like the lines over at Circa. Much more, plenty of hockey, college hoops, NBA hoops to bet on this week, and then more playoff action. The NFL coming up next weekend, all available with the Circa Sports app. Visit circasports.com for more details and get ready to start betting like a pro. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1 800 gambler or text ILGAMB to 833-234. Design Air is the sponsor of our email of the day, the place to go if you run into furnace issues at this particular moment with temperatures in the single digits here for much of the next week. Got this email from a listener yesterday. Hey, Tim, just wanted to share my experience with you from Design Air. Uh, Last night while eating dinner with my family, we noticed that it was getting colder in the house and that there was cold air blowing out of the vents. I called Design Air around 7 p.m. to explain the situation. They were hoping to be able to make it out that night, but after I mentioned our kids, he guaranteed they would be out that night. 
There was somebody at our door by 7.45, and the heat was fixed by 8 p.m. I cannot express how grateful I am that they were able to come out that quickly to keep the house from getting cold. Unbelievable customer service. Feel free to share on the air. That is from Dennis, uh, who is a loyal TMA listener and worked with Design Air Heating and Cooling over the three-day weekend with his furnace going out. Go online at designairservice.com, and you will experience the same great service from Seth Goldcamp and his staff. Doug's a client. I'm a client. Iggy's a client. Why don't you become a client as well? Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Sponsor of our email of the day, which you can send in the morning after at insidestl.com. Currently, really a, a deep leaderboard at the moment. Brian Henschen, Buck Swope lead, tied with two wins apiece so far halfway through the month. Kevin Miller, the JV golf coach, Maury and Little Jack, the calcified ear, and Kevin Miller, all with wins. It's going to be a fun, fun, fun month of the design, so. air, heating, and cooling email of the day. Yeah. I got a problem with my house with the cooling. The, there's, a, there's a little gap between the front door and the door jam. When they built the house, they didn't get it just exactly, perfectly level. And so there's a tiny little spot where air can pour through there when it gets really cold. So now I have to jimmy it up with some weird weather stripping on the outside of the door otherwise cold air just pours in thought about having the door replaced that was like five thousand dollars it's hell with that look up i mean the film is fantastic that's typically for like windows if you're opening and closing the door i know they have things that could remedy that without a full-blown project but i would like to see you put on your tool belt Mm. put on the camera for youtube Mm-hmm. And get yourself out there and fix it. And show, you know, tell the people how you fix your project. You know, how you do your project. A tool belt for daddy. I'm not. Sure. I had a guy look at. It. I'm not sure it can be fixed without replacing the whole door. And just roll a towel up. It's not on the bottom. It's in the middle. It's on the side of the door. Yeah. Okay. But you know, at least it's a house. It's better than where I grew up, which is you know a grass hut with nothing but bamboo shoots and reeds for insulation. So that's a, it's a bad look to have a piece of weather stripping between your front door and the... Let me guess, you're begging for someone to come help you for free. No, I just thought <laughs> I'd bring that out with Seth Goldcamp. I, I, I was thankful that my furnace just keeps cranking like crazy, thanks to Seth and his fabulous team. It better. And that was a great story, how quick and efficient, because Seth and his team knows how important, obviously, in this mm-hmm. sort of weather, heating your house is. Oh, yeah, it's vital. You got a big issue if it doesn't work. Yeah, we had friends who have uh, pipes froze on them this weekend. Well, they're right. Because they, I guess they redid some of their house and moved some of the plumbing to the outside wall. Now, when it gets super cold, you got issues. Never had a pipe freeze in my house. I shouldn't say that because that'll. Cause it's like talking about a no hitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Doug, you can say what you want about Mike Francesa, but he called it on. Uh, on Friday on the Eagles and the Buccaneers. This guy's good. What do you say? Take a listen. They are right now a really bad team. I would, I, I, I found it hard to pick the Bucs in this game, but if you put a gun to my head, I think the Bucs are going to win. I think the Eagles have now showed us they're that bad. I have waited for weeks for them to turn it around, and they have not turned it around even a little as a matter of fact every time you see them they look worse if they hadn't locked up the playoffs eight weeks ago 
they wouldn't be in the playoffs. They didn't walk in the playoff door. They didn't crawl in the playoff door. They were pushed in the, the playoff door with no inertia. Here, you have to go. We're pushing you in. The brotherly shove got them through the door. They couldn't even have any of their own inertia get them into the playoffs. They are terrible right now. Okay. You cannot have any faith in them. They're favored, which shows you just how bad the Bucks are. They shouldn't be favored against anybody right now. They played the easiest schedule in the league the last six weeks and could not win. They right now are a completely okay. dead piece. And dead I don't piece. anymore believe that they had a magic wand to kind of turn this around. Oh, he's going to be peacocking in his living room. Yeah, he's going to have a big yeah. show today. He nailed that one. Uh, following the game, Jason Kelsey told teammates he is going to retire. Did not do any interviews. He said, no, guys, not today when the media approached him. But uh, Travis's older brother, Doug, done. Yeah. How old is he? Uh, he's 36. Yeah. That's about nice right career. in the offensive line game. Yeah, man. That's a good run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the way it shakes out, Houston at Baltimore will be on ESPN on Saturday, Doug. That's a uh, 3.30 start. Plowhawks Packers are in San Francisco for your nightcap on Fox. Ooh. Saturday night, 7.15 kick. And then Sunday, Buccaneers at the Lions, 2 p.m. on NBC. And then the Chiefs at the Bills on CBS to wrap things up at 5.30 p.m. on Sunday. Houston sure looked good in their game. Beware of yeah, C.J. Stroud. Fast. Yeah, they looked fast. He should be an MVP candidate. I think he's playing against the MVP. Well, yeah, Lamar wrapped it up. Um, who are you going with, Doug? You going with Ravens and Bills and 49ers and everybody's going to be on the Lions, so maybe the Buccaneers, even though I want the Lions to win? Uh, it feels like a Lions kind of year to me. I don't think they'll... They'll stop. I think they'll beat the Bucks. I and, hope so. And uh, the Packers, Niners, after the way the Packers looked, that game could almost be a toss-up. And I'll, I'll say Houston will pull the upset because I, wow. I thought they really looked good. Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. And uh, I think Buffalo will beat the Chiefs up there in the weather. Wow, going against the home team. I mean, the Packers and, you know, in a dome, decent weather. They looked unstoppable. They'll not, they're probably not going to look like that, and certainly the Niners aren't going to look like they don't want to be there like the Cowboys did. But I, give the Packers maybe a little a little, little chance. I think 10 is You're getting is double high. digits, Plowhawk. Pl- Pl- You're that, getting double digits. That's a lot for in the NFL. Yeah. Oh. Why do you hate the Buccaneers, Tim? That's from Nate and Tal. I don't hate the Buccaneers at all. I, I'm just, uh, I've been a Lions Dan Campbell guy for... Uh, Throughout the season, I was hoping for a Buccaneer, or no, excuse me, Browns and Lions Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to happen now. No, not a real good chance of it. Although the Lions could get in. The Rams were playing well when they went up there. They want to run the ball every once in a while. Who's that, the Rams? <laughs> yeah. Why are you going after the Golden Griffin? <laughs> well, because I had him on my fantasy Uh-oh. team. Uh-oh. Oh, you did football fantasy? Mm. On the weekend, like DraftKings? Yeah. Oh, nice. Look at you, diversifying your portfolio. How'd it go? Not well. <laughs> mm. I had Octoon. Octoon baby. Hey, one rush. That's I, not a lot. I saw where Mozart was questionable, so I was, and he was he was priced more than 
Mozart. 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 Wolfgang? He had one I carry. have no idea who these people are. It's like the Nintendo baseball stars game where they made up names. Yeah, yeah, football. Octoon and Mozart. Octoon baby. It's the I mean, title like three straight hundred yards. talking about with the Dolphins' backfield? Is that what we're talking about yeah, right now? A chain? I call him Actoon. A chain, Actoon. Wait, um, that's not his name, right? Maybe that's why I never cash. I don't know half yeah. these players. Could be. Well, you never know. Ed Williams, he had. Like, they were in the red zone. He had a lot of running back. Well, I'm allowed two. That's two. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're in the red zone three times. I think he touched the ball once. Mm. They had more blocks than he had carries. You think they did that just to screw you? I don't know. They probably would have won if they'd have ran the ball more. Yeah. There is no secret plan. There was a secret plan. Ned Prescott, he only, he only did anything because he had to throw the ball every time in the second half. He threw for like 350 yards in the second half. And the, and the Rams, that darn Kevin Tim up, the Rams' uniforms look great now. But remember, I have to tell you, they do. They do. And he came on our show and said, no, it takes five, <laughs> five years, years to change the uniform. And we all just said, oh, is that right? No, we did not say all that. We didn't laugh about it. It was a subject for emails for a while. Just like the morning he was on Channel 2 talking about it'll be great for the city that they're playing in London, taking the game against the Patriots overseas for tourism. <laughs> How, do you even say that? How do you even say that? With you a just think face? it's a bunch of hayseeds who live here and you're just throwing crap at the wall until you can get out. I That's guess. what it was. Five. Eighth anniversary. Is How about it? that? Eight years. It goes by fast. Oh, yeah, it? I saw Dem. Yeah. Yeah, Demoff was tweeting, celebrating, like January 12th, I think, was the exact date. Yeah. That was a that was a horrible day in the history of this city. Had a couple things gone differently, you know, the end of the game could have been different. <laughs> I miss that. <laughs> I really do miss just oh, those The difference is Jeff Fisher is a good Jeff Fisher is a good guy. Yeah. That's the difference. But still. Yeah, he was kind of defeated there at the end, but he was a good guy. Uh, how did the uh, Daily Fantasy play out with the golf presented oh, yeah. by Munganas St. Louis oh. Acura and Alton Toyota? Munganas Burkhardt, Alton Toyota. Jackson, do you happen to have that information? Yeah, I sure do. Uh, let's pull it up here. I didn't do well, I know that. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, Uh-oh, Doug. There could be an opening here to even things I up. I don't know. I'll leave that with Doug. Doug had Russell Henley, obviously finished top five. Matt's obviously. <laughs> what percentage of the audience knew Russell Henley finished top five? I didn't. Uh, Matsuyama, Cam Davis, Harris English, top 10. Nice ben, ben Griffin. Ah, I was hoping for Ben Hahn. Uh, and then Ben Coles? Darnell's son. Yeah, yep. Uh, Doug finished with 526 and a half points. That seems pretty good. Yeah. And then Iggy had. He cashed, didn't he? Well, I didn't, well, I kinda didn't want to step on it. Uh, Iggy, oh, okay. He did cash $10. <laughs> oh, boy, Doug. Oh, good for the kids. Uh, I don't do it for me. Uh, Iggy had Corey Connors. The postman who had uh, finished 15. God, he's such a good putter. Uh, but then, unfortunately, had Adam Hadwin and Matt Kuchar. Both of them missed the cut. Oh, oh MC. And you have to research this stuff. Uh, Brendan Todd, who did finish in top 30, and Matt Wallace. So Iggy finished with 379 and a half point. Oh, Doug takes horrible. week two. Doug, one and one on the year. Yes. 379 when you get to handpick your team. Gosh. What do you make, eight bucks? Ten. Ten. Oh, we're even for the year so far. We are. Yeah. We have not lost money yet. And you've got to do research. Pick the ones. 
I just feel for the kids. It's not me, so it's not my ego for Never only winning 50% of the time. You don't have an ego. When I blindly pick. It's the fact that these kids must suffer. And I saw where J.G. Poston was 17 for 17 inside 12 feet for the week. Doug, why'd you pick? I mean, Terrible putter, isn't he, Lix? <laughs> uh, he is just sent in a text in caps. He is not a good putter. Mm-hmm. I don't know what more proof you need, buddy. 17 of 17 inside 12 feet? That's fantastic. Is that really a real stat? Yeah. That's actually really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, still a terrible putter, but... <laughs> I was watching the broadcast, and I... Yeah. And, and these guys know nothing, Lix. These broadcasters know nothing. Um, but one of the announcers said uh, he made like a seven-footer for birdie, and he goes... You know, he is an elite putter, and when his putter is hot, nobody beats him. Shut it down! Yeah. But this guy probably knows nothing about putting either. Looks okay, only let you. it go. Let it go. We just need a good old-fashioned boxing match, but where every listener <laughs> can pick out who they want to fight, we put oh, them nice. on the card. Inside 12 feet, I bet out of 17, I bet I'd make three. That was my guess. On, well, you're would, saying 17 foot putts, or are you saying just no, like 17 a, different putts inside 12 feet? That's what you said, right? Right, but I mean that also includes, you know, yeah, a lot of those 12 footers could be on one foot. Right, that's what I'm wondering. Oh. I'm curious what the distance was. If you put me at 11 feet, yeah, that's true. If you had, I would a, if you had a three hate, of them, just hit 12 <laughs> foot putts. Yeah, maybe three for me. I'm a terrible putter. Post and fire to 61 on Sunday. Licks my salad. Get to tossing. Oh, That's from the recovering alcoholic in Belleville and Webster Groves. Man. Uh. You got your ass kicked, Boots. That's from the 314. Yeah. Suck it, Licks. Team Iggy. That's from Steven time. There you go. Diversity. It's nice somebody telling me I'm ass kicked. I just heard the results, so I kind of know I did. Yeah. That was. Does it sting uh, just a little bit? I mean, you oh, almost. It stings d- when I miss two cuts, yeah. You almost double them up. Yeah. Darn near. Well, Kuchar missed, uh, had one missed the cut by one. He missed a eight-footer on 18 to make Idiot. the cut. When do actual golfers play? Did Roy play? <laughs> he was over in Dubai okay. with Tommy, Tommy when, Fleet Fleet. When did the PGA Tour actually start? Uh, you know, I know probably Torrey star- Pines here okay. a week from Thursday. This week they're in Palm Springs, and that'll be a lackluster field as well, I would imagine. It's a pretty good field, actually. Is it really? Yeah. You got Scheffler and Shoffley and... It's pretty good. I mean, it's top-heavy. It's not like from top to bottom, but it's a pretty good feeling. Doug, have you studied the field for the Amex? Not one second have I looked at the field. you got a draft tomorrow. Well, I'll do what I always do. Are I'll you close looking, my eyes and pull names out. Are you looking to sweep the major this year? Very well could. It's starting near happen before. Grand Slam. <laughs> what do you expect from Licks? <laughs> He's the weekend assistant manager at Shoe Carnival. It's from Sydney <laughs> Timber. Oh. He's at Shoe Carnival now? Well, they got I some good sh- deals. I tell you what, I am shocked about all the businesses that I have loved and have seen go. That Shoe Carnival is still <laughs> kicking. I, I, just, uh, I mean, Nike Outlet Mall, like everything is. Mm-hmm. But you got Shoe Carnival there as a staple. Where is it? There's, I, there's one that I've been by recently, but I forgot where. What kind of shoes they have? Decent ones? I mean, the same, probably, yeah. At reasonable prices. Hmm. All right. I didn't know they had weekend managers. I thought you'd have to be well, a full sure guy. <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to be the number two guy in charge. <laughs> got my Cole Hounds on today. They have fur inside the shoe, so it makes my feet warmer. Probably worth more than anything. The listeners are going to worth more than anything the rest of us have in our closet. <laughs> Now they're on sale. They're not really that expensive. 
Where'd you get them, boy? Shoot Carnival with licks? Amazon. Nice. Long time ago. You should have definitely went to Shoe Carnival. You probably they seem like a year old. I think I've worn them twice. Well, congratulations on the win, Doug. Yet is now one and one mm -hmm. in 2024, and now it's on to Palm Springs. Yeah. Three days before there's any cut, so that's advantageous. Um, you can diversify a little bit. The cut takes place after Saturday because they play three courses at the uh, Amex. It is uh, the Munganast Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. Munganast Online. It's stlouisacura.com. AltonToyota.com. Jamie Burkhardt. Clayton Patterson. Peter Munganast. And Ryan Cyberg in the service department. Any issues with your car? Go to Munganast. stlouisacura.com. AltonToyota.com. And work with the best. The secret number is 314-252-00. Two nine. That is how you can call or text and talk it over with the Munganas St. Louis Acura and Munganas Burkhardt Alton Toyota, plus a ridiculous selection of new cars on the lot at Munganas St. Louis Acura and Munganas Burkhardt Alton Toyota. We have an app contest going on. Win tickets to the St. Louis Golf Expo on the TMA app and TMASTL.com. Enter keyword golf. On the TMA app, the St. Louis Golf Expo is the can't-miss event of the year, giving golfers their first chance to see and swing the clubs, which will be the talk of the golf world in 2024. Take advantage of the lowest prices of the year on name-brand clubs and equipment from the industry's leading manufacturers. Win tickets by going to the TMA app or online at tmastl.com, and the keyword is golf, the St. Louis Golf Expo. Coming up in the first week of February. It's always a fun weekend, too. Have you never been to one of those? Great deals out there. A lot of the, uh, you know, if you're looking for nice clothing from the year before, before the new stuff comes in, they got all that stuff on closeout. Uh, so if you're looking for stuff uh, for good prices, I would suggest it. I've been a couple times. Have you? We used to do the Fairways and Green show from there. Right. Everyone knew that. I think, were you, how recently were you doing that, Iggy? Oh, it's been a while. I mean, I did it for probably 11 years because I would go to different stations and I wouldn't do it. And then I'd come back to that station, I'd go back to Fairways and Greens. So yeah. Off and on 11 <laughs> it's gotta years. got to be a Fairways and Greens chapter in your book. Mm -hmm. Is oh, there a lot of the... Oh, will be. There's there some good, good stories about Fairways and Greens. Could we have a little tale now? Doug's teaser. looking for an anecdote. Not yeah, just some of our after-show get-togethers at, um, I think it was called the Clubhouse in Clayton. Me, Smitty, Jay, Bob Birch, and uh, Ann, the uh, bartender. <laughs> you remember her name? Ann, yeah. the bartender. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I want your book to become like the St. Louis Radio Almanac. To where it's like a one-stop shop. It's like a thousand, fifteen hundred pages. Right. Anyone who's ever worked in the industry is mentioned yeah, there in somewhere. There. You got your, like your index, mm -hmm. like in that thick of just people that you've talked to and mentioned in the book. Sure. God, this would be a huge. You put that on the back of the toilet and just mm. let people read twenty, thirty pages at a time. Heck of a piece of literature. And I Probably a bestseller. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Depending on if you can get Penguin Publishing, maybe somebody big. No, Simon & Schuster, maybe. Doug, uh, I know you didn't get a chance to get the winter warm-up because of the weather. Um, but uh, Bill DeWitt III 
uh, spoke at, uh, with the people. And uh, the thing that I'm most interested in is the Cardinals and what they are going to do television-wise. Great article in the Post-Dispatch this morning. And uh, here is what he had to say. Plowhawk, it's soundbite number three. That's correct. Do you have to be... Do you have to be prepared to get your games going independently next season, 2025? Do you have to be prepared to be the independent provider for your games, even if there's the possibility of an MLB kind of group thing? Do you have to kind of prepare and the idea that it'll be you reaching out and you'll have to produce them? Uh, well, if you're a free agent with your rights, yeah. like we might be in 2025, um, there are multiple ways that could go, right? We could do our own network. We could um, work with MLB and have it be a MLB-led effort with a basket of MLB teams that are out in the marketplace getting distribution collectively. Um, there could be another third party that emerges. I mean, there's been rumors of big, the big boys in the bankruptcy auction court, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, coming in and saying, you know, maybe we'll buy these rights, in which case you'd have an intermediary again to deal with instead of valleys, maybe it's someone else. So there are multiple scenarios out there that could play out, and we need to be ready for all of them. Probably if we're ready to do it ourselves, then we're ready for anything. That's, that's sort of my philosophy. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I like what he's saying. Um, I personally, and I think a lot of fans could be off on this, would love to see the Cardinals do something like the Yes Network, SNY, and, uh, and have their own network. But that, of course, comes with cost and risk. And is St. Louis going to provide a profitable model like a market the size of New York? The Chicago Cubs also have, um, what is there? Is it Marquee? Is that what it is? Yep. Named after Jason? Yep. Jason Marquis, the, the right-hander. That's correct. Crafty. He was a good hitter for a pitcher. And a pretty good pitcher, too. Yeah, he was a good hitter. Mm -hmm. Great golfer, too. Mm -hmm. He's going to join us. Well, if, if it came down to a pay-per-view thing and you had to pay for each game, how much would you pay per game to watch a Cardinal game? Well, they're not going to do the per game, right? Probably wouldn't want to. But if it came down to that... Would you pay five dollars to watch them every night? Uh, per yeah, five dollars per game. Yeah. Oh, God, Green Earth, heck no. No, <laughs> two bucks. Well, if you're watching every game, you're talking nobody six, eight hundred. I'm not touching it for more than a dollar a game. Two dollars a game yeah. at max. That's, I, that's still three hundred and sixty dollars a year. You're paying to watch baseball. Yeah, I, I said it, not really wanting to, because I wouldn't. I just. I couldn't see somebody spending four or five hundred dollars. Well, the people who for pay for Bally's probably know? pay something similar to that, as much as Bally's hits the cable companies for the rights. Maybe I don't want to see them go through a third party because you just see what happens. You you you're, you don't really have you don't have the overhead of creating your own network, but you have really no say in the matter of if this is going to be a successful business carrying your. Your uh, your TV rights. I I just after Bally's or Bailey's, I would not be getting into the pool with any third party at all. Yeah, they have the money. I know they're they're a little tight. They can open up their pocketbooks a little bit and create that network. Mm -hmm. They can. And if they say they aren't, then that's kind of a stupid way to doing it. So I hope they at least, you know, 
try that route before an interested party comes into bankruptcy court. What are you talking about? You want the Cardinals to do an SNY would Yes Network? I would absolutely love it. Now, what they charge, I'm not for sure, but that would be perfect. It would be nice if they could somehow find an arrangement where all the teams were under the MLB banner and the payouts were somewhat equal throughout the entire league. Now, the big markets are never going to go for that. Well, you got to get rid of blackouts. Because they make so much more. The blackouts yeah. are going away. Yeah, if you just got to see all the games, going to be great. but it was all under the MLB umbrella, and they divided the TV revenue up somewhat equally amongst all the teams. That would be, I think, ideal. It's kind of what the NFL does. The NFL's got a lot more money. But if it was evened out a little bit, you wouldn't have such a disparity in the in the teams and the payroll. Yeah, but the Yankees and Dodgers are going. Why am I getting? That's what the I mean. They would, they would never Tampa go for it. And Cleveland and you know. There's probably only a handful of teams that wouldn't go for it, but most probably would. I think St. Louis might be willing to go that route. Probably, yeah. Well, you have to get it off yeah, cable. Absolutely, they would. Yeah. You have to get it off cable. I mean, the only reason I got to watch it back in the day when it was Fox Sports Midwest is because it was part of. Um, cable America, Spectrum as well. Yeah, like it was. Yeah. And but everybody's getting rid of cable now. Everybody's going. Everybody's cutting the cord. Everybody's going to streaming services to watch things like YouTube. So even if you got back on cable, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people have cable anymore. So if you do some kind of service where it's Cardinal Network, and you pay you know, fourteen ninety five a month or twelve ninety five a month, and you have some other stuff on there too. That'd be the way to go. Just have a Cardinal app. Yeah, might be what it comes to. I can't believe how easy it was on the YouTube TV aspect. They're just having Channel 37, I think it was, just Fox Sports Midwest. You get to watch the pre and post and the game and then go to their website and have the exact same, you know, ease. It was just so simple. I can't believe we're here right now. Mm -hmm. Talk about... Somebody going into bankruptcy court and buying Bailey's <laughs> Cardinal television rights. It's crazy what four or five years will do. Yeah. Uh, Bill DeWitt also said the following. Is MLB's goal to move toward a more level playing field through the media route? I would say yes. That is an industry goal. Is it doable and practical? That remains to be seen. But I think the disruption gives the industry an opportunity to try to move in that direction. If you're getting a little bit more revenue sharing over time, evening the playing field on media, that's a positive thing. But strategically, how do you level the playing field a little more as a commissioner, which is a goal? Certainly media is the first place to look. How you implement that is a multiple scenario analysis in New York, as in the commissioner's office. This is happening everywhere, and we are an example. That's why we have to fix the eyeball problem first, and then the economics will flesh out. But we've got to fix that problem where somebody wants access to our games and cannot get it. Could not agree with that. That is the first priority, whether it be because you're a YouTube TV subscriber and you can't watch it or because the ridiculously outdated blackout rules. You have both those things that need to be and I believe will be tended to. I think accessing baseball games will be better. I can't imagine it getting worse, but getting will be better this time in 14 months. Yeah, I would think. They're just trying to figure it out. They're in a crossroads right now, transition phase, and it's taken a while to get it get it right. I haven't really had any luck on streaming services when they do games, whether it be Peacock, whether it be, you know, when they do games on YouTube or, you know, Amazon Prime. The third, I always have issues with the Thursday Prime games. Mm -hmm. Like the app just, nothing's in sync. It'll cut out every now and then. You have to reload the app. On your TV? Yeah. Really? I've never had that problem. 
Yeah, well, I don't, I, I'm not saying it's just for everyone, but I have had issues with running sporting events off of apps outside of being, you yeah. know, on terrestrial cable or YouTube TV. So I hope they fix that if they're putting all these things on, you know, in the future, every sporting event is going to be on Amazon Prime or Apple TV or whatever. I hope they make it a little bit better because the soccer games on Apple TV, I had a huge issues as well. You Again, did. I'm not blaming the app. You got a spotty Wi-Fi? It could be a Wi-Fi situation. I don't know. It doesn't seem spotty when my I'm doing Wi-Fi comes else. and goes every now and then, but it seems once every month or so I've got some kind of Wi-Fi issue. I'm not painting it on everybody. This is just a, certainly a, a myself problem. I'm sure there's others out there with the same issue. I just always worry about sporting events I really want to watch that are on these apps that may cut out, and, yeah, you have to really entrust your... I only have a problem with one, and that's Hulu. For some reason, <laughs> after, like, three hours, it'll just, I have to, like, turn the TV off and go reboot the computer... And then it works, but Hulu always like it needs like, to rest. Like buffers, like it goes to a new, you know, a new whatever episode. It's like line just keeps going and going. Ah. But I watched uh, the Chiefs game on Peacock, no problem whatsoever. I didn't watch it on Peacock. People, people bitched about it. I guess they had no problem because 27 million people watched it. Well, I guess I didn't. I had my own little protest going. I wasn't going to watch it. They set a streaming record. NBC's gamble paid off in huge ways and expect more streaming-only playoff games in the future. Despite some reservations from fans, the Chiefs' 26-7 wildcard win over the Dolphins that streamed exclusively on Peacock set the record for the most streamed live event in the United States history, as well as, quote, driving the Internet to its largest U.S. usage ever on a single day and the largest Internet event ever. Ever that is per a press release from NBC yeah. parent Comcast. I, I I don't think that's surprising because NFL games are almost always the most watched games on TV, and if they got 27 million streaming, how many would they have gotten had it been on network television somewhere? This game usually averages about 28 million, so about the same. Its average audience of 23 million viewers, including Peacock, local stations in Miami and Kansas City, and NFL Plus, set the U.S. record for streaming, and it was up 6% from last year's primetime AFC wildcard game between the Chargers and Jaguars. How about that? Mm. Oh, yeah. They got a good matchup. I mean, they got the optimal matchup for that. Yeah. You know? I mean, if they would have gotten, like, the Browns and Texans or the Buccaneers and Eagles, it wouldn't have happened. They also got miserable weather over most of the yes, country where people exactly weren't doing right. anything but That's sitting exactly at right. home. That's a big factor, man. Yeah. You're exactly right. And all the Swifties paid five bucks to see their girl on TV. I don't know. That could be overstated a little bit. Yeah, I don't I think people tune in just to see her, the cutaway of her two, three times during the game. You don't know how dedicated these fans are, though, Doug. They wait outside her apartment to see her arm but, but hang why? out a window. I hate to keep repeating myself. I just don't get it. I don't either, Doug. I'm just there's saying nothing there are. Un, there's nothing unique about her. She's not Elvis or Michael Jackson doing things and doing music that no one's ever heard before. She's just another singer. She's hitting the perfect age demographic, Doug. It's a smart But she's not strategy. the only one that's ever done that. Don't they all hit, try to hit the same demographic? Not like she does. She hooks them in early, and they're zombies 10 years later. They're dedicated to it. I just, you know, all these years later, we still hear Elvis music and Michael Jackson music and that kind of thing. Elton John's another. We'll hear this stuff for the next 50 years. But Taylor Swift music, you think that's going to still be huge 
decades from now, people say, oh, I remember that Taylor Swift. I don't remember any Taylor Swift songs necessarily. Of course, I'm not in the demographic she's looking to go for. It just doesn't seem like she's anywhere near the, the groundbreaking artist that some of the other superstars before her were. I'm, take, I'm, uh, I'm missing something. She's attractive. You're but, missing. But aren't the... all female singers attractive? How many of them aren't? How many female? Jackson, pop who's st- the most attractive uh, female pop singer at the moment? Dua Lipa. It's a nice play. Dua feature. Nice. Yeah. It's a nice play. It, it's hard for women That's to so sit quick. up there, stand up there, and sing love songs and be uglier in a mud fence. It, no, does, she, it doesn't work. She can, She's first of all, her discography is all bangers. Cut that off. Her what now? Her discography. Say that on balloon party. <laughs> discography. Please, please yeah. I'll pay you to say that on balloon party. Music. She like. You look up and down. She has a lot of hits, and she connects with an audience, so people love her. I, I know that, that she crazy. does. I, I'm not. I'm not disputing that she has hits and connects with the audience. I'm just wondering why her and not someone else similar to her. Well, the market decided that it's her. I understand. I get that too. I'm saying why. Got a good what what is it about her? What's the hook that makes her so much more appealing than all the others? Well, when she was dissed by Kanye, she became. Big time. I actually, Iggy is, I think she became the Miss America sweetheart after how she handled the Kanye situation. Now, I I, I guess her discography does have some Stop saying discography. bangers <laughs> on it. I don't really listen to it, so I can't be a, a super judge. I'm judging just based upon the followers. I don't listen to her music as much. I've, I've heard some songs. I'm not clueless. They all sound pretty much the same. They all they? sound very similar, but so do country songs as well. So you can't you can't just say it, Taylor Swift. I'm trying to defend her a little bit. I just The fan base, I'm right there with you, Doug. I just don't get it. I don't see the pizzazz or the... Yeah, I don't either. And no controversy, which is nice, but yeah. still, that's usually what brings out the real popularity. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. Yeah, I don't either. But there's no doubt that she's the biggest thing going. She got banger, though. Now, what does that mean? She can put her discography up against <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, I think uh, C.D. Longo and Doug Biggs can put their discography up against anybody with all their bangers. If you are interested, uh, injured in a car accident and you need an attorney, you need the best one you can find. If any of my family or friends are ever injured in an accident, I want them to call Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo at Longo Biggs Injury Law. For nearly 10 years, Doug Biggs and C.D. Longo have been recognized as the top 40 under 40 Personal Injury Lawyers by Super Lawyers, the National Academy of Personal Injury Attorneys, and the National Trial Lawyers Association. They're not the churn and burn type of law firm. With Doug and CD, you won't be just another file lost in the shuffle. If you have questions about your case, you'll talk to Doug or CD personally, and they will handle every aspect of your case the entire way. They'll get to know you, and you will get to know them. Doug and CD are local, friendly, professional, and most importantly, excellent personal injury Lawyers and they are listeners of the show. Go online at longobigs.com. That's L O N G O B I G G S.com. Longo Biggs. Remember, the choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertisements and also thinking about it. Uh, Doug, look at your tusk of wisps. Tufts of wisps. Boy, it's it's even Full wisp denser today. Yeah. 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 They're especially I mean, thick today. I mean, it's yeah. just growing like... Iggy, you're right. Yeah. You literally got a peregrine falcon that could live in there. You wouldn't even <laughs> see it. The whole bird's nest. You have, have birds whole... of prey in there? No, not, not prey. I have birds <laughs> trying to hide in the deep <laughs> thicket. Yeah, I've got the whole front half of my hair back. Right. I didn't... I've seen some old pictures of myself going back just like last year, and I go, oh, wow, I was like balder than I thought because it, it really didn't bother me. 
But when the people from St. Louis Hair Restoration came around and said, hey, how about a hair transplant? And you can talk about what you went through, uh, whether it hurt or not, and it did not hurt. I didn't have any pain at all. And uh, we can see the results right there on, on YouTube, and you can see how thickly it, it grew in thanks to the fine work of Dr. Christopher Polengan, the founder of the company, Greg Kreiling, both uh, patients of their own product. For me, it was the old FUE procedure that I have where they take hair grafts from the side and back of your head and reposition them, transplant them to a position where you are thin. And as you can see now, for me, it's been coming up on seven months, and I've got almost all the front of my hair back. I didn't think it would go this well, but it certainly has. They did great work for me, and they'll do the same for you. You ought to go to their website, stlouishairrestoration.com, and just take a little gander a at gander. some of the before and after pictures. It's really remarkable, some of the work that they've done. So if um, your thinning hairline, your baldness is something that's bothered you, I always say, you know, you only live once. Go ahead and do something about it. If it's really a concern to you, if you think this would upgrade your, your appearance and the way you think about yourself, your confidence, go ahead, check them out, talk to them. They've got all kinds of options, not just like the FUE procedure that I had. They also have a, a laser cap that works for people like Jackson. Works great. Put it on every night. Got six minutes. Super easy to use. Super helpful. We're liking where the hair growth is going. And you can like it, too. You get a free consultation when you go check out our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. And if you mention TMA, $250 off a of hair treatment. That's right. You just mentioned TMA. You get $250 off of a hair treatment over with our friends over at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Go get a consultation. Get that confidence back with our friends at St. Louis Hair Restoration. Another way to start feeling good is with Mentality, a local health care facility specifically dedicated to helping men feel and perform at their very best. If you're dealing with low energy or motivation, you're putting on some weight, noticing you're not putting on muscle as easily as you used to, those are symptoms of low testosterone. Uh, even if you've tried testosterone before, not everyone understands the blood chemistry in men's bodies. Mentality can help. The normal range for testosterone is large. If you've been to a doctor and they told you that you were normal without understanding the range or testing your free testosterone, it was not fully looked at. Come get checked with Mentality. Testosterone therapy helps men regain normal function and restores their ability to perform normally at all levels. It's Mentality online at low T. USA.com. Mentality at lowtusa.com. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Boy, this Taylor Swift thing has surprisingly activated the people. Really? Tay-Tay isn't my... Doug, do you pronounce it milieu? I never used the word, frankly. But you've got to respect what she's built. Plus, I hear she's a size queen? Mmm, Papa, mmm. Okay. Shout out, Domsey, Admiral Pager. Doug? That's uh, a guy you really need to take advice from. Mm -hmm. you need a... Admiral Pager? <laughs> Does Jackie Boy think it makes him cool to say things like discography? I think so. It doesn't, bro. It makes you sound like a pompous ass. Do better at some John yeah. Lithgow's Harry Henderson. Uh, it's the literal definition of a yeah, musical it's it's called. A catalog. But well, we don't use that kind of terminology Read here. Read a book. Go to YouTube and check our disco Chase to this dough and get money. <laughs> Go to Google. I mean, that's point. Uh, Go to point. Google, type in any any musician. Uh, and then it'll say Taylor Swift, it'll say, uh, 
early years, blah, blah, blah. They'll say discography. <laughs> but we don't like the That was a, one the of whole. the best exam. Yeah. Jack, Jackson just won. But I, I'm completely with Iggy. Like, it, it's the actual definition. And right. so maybe Jackson too smart. You're for the pompous show. for using the right word there. <laughs> Loser. Whatever. Jackson. Jackson's experiencing all the emotions of the TMA host experience yep. in a matter of two minutes. Yep. You go from being irritated and not giving a damn. Uh, hey, guys, shocking that the fancy picture house lady calls it discography. That's from mm-hmm. Big Tuft. What does that mean? The fancy picture house lady? What does oh, that nice. mean? Calling me a lady, that's going to really Oh, hurt I see. Answer. I have no, mm-hmm. I didn't, I'm like, what are, what are you talking about? Do we play a sound bite? Fancy picture house lady. So that's in reference to you liking movie theaters? Uh, what, what other, whatever. Don't get frustrated now. Now, Jackson, I do need to know. I don't want to dig in. Do you do you call it a picture house? Yeah. Oh, oh Doug, God Doug. bless America. When I worked when I worked at the movie theater in Columbia, I'd say, ah, <laughs> oh, just another wonderful night at the picture house. Okay, stop. <laughs> think it does films. kind of sound facetious, so it, kind of you're playing with it. I the didn't actual know. chain of theaters in, in England is called Picture House. Yeah, well, oh, we don't okay. live in England. All, right. all these fastest fats firing on Casper for using a word like discography while they use a laptop full of Hardy's breakfast. <laughs> Need to Damn. shut up. Oh. Go off, vocabulary king. That's from mm. little Tommy Trippett. I didn't really Anyone think. Anyone texter of the year, I think, in 2022. He did. I didn't think it was that like bold of a word to <laughs> it use. Was. It's just the definition of a musical like catalog. It was out of line. Why don't they just say her song? <laughs> Instead of her discography, because that's just the I don't know. I blame Miriam Webster. I, I didn't make the words. Well, uh, somebody made it up just in the last couple of years because it was never before called a discography. There's no like, way. Here's his list of songs. Here's her list of songs. Isn't that really who created the dictionary? Her name was Miriam. No, no. I think it was Daniel Webster. It was oh. a couple. It's the last name Miriam and Webster. Uh, Jackson's getting uh, some support from his compadres at Horton Watkins. Burke, these sad, fat pores don't use words that big. Discography is a tough one for him. That's from Sweet, Sweet Kai, and he's now in New Hampshire. The the term discography became popular in the 1930s by collectors of jazz records. But nobody used it. Now, did Sweet, Sweet Kai happen to use that in West Virginia? Because he probably would have got some stare. New Hampshire, oh, it's great there. Yeah, we like your discography. West Virginia. Here, Tim, this is what shows up on Google when you type in Taylor Swift. Okay, this is just between you and Tim now? Discography, yeah. That's what we're doing. Oh. It says, life and career, artistry, achievements, cultural status, wealth, discography, filmography. Okay. Why did it say film, Doug? But they I didn't. They say filmography because that's the word. But only it's been used just in the last few years has it become widely used. Well, get off of Jackson because he wants to pronounce something the right way. I don't want him bringing these kind of words into the show. I just think it's bad for all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Text Bill here. Those are the people trying to look up the definition. (laughs) Discography. How about her songs? Shout out to Mother Monster for her big Emmy last night, sweeping best male and supporting male actor for her roles in Tu Wong Fu. Thanks, it's from Maury and Little Jack. Any chance you guys get promoted to an even smaller, more poorly wallpapered studio with louder Wii sounds? I don't believe the Emmys were last night. <laughs> yes, they, they were. Were they? Yeah. They certainly were. Oh, did she win one? I don't even She's know. She's getting close to the goat, about. as I told her she would. Or EGOT. Who are we talking about again? Emmy, Mother Emmy. Monster. Who the hell Emmy is Grammy. Mother Monster? Oscar Tony. 
Did she don't, win an Emmy last night? I don't believe so. I don't even know. Was she have been nominated? Mother she right she, didn't he say she won it for the male role? She did not. <laughs> well, I'm just saying that was what was said. That's what threw me off. That's I mean, what kind of she wasn't nailed. on any TV shows last year, so. Elton John just became EGOT. Oh, yeah, he did. What's an EGOT? That's Emmy, when you... Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Yeah. Oh. Went all four. Sounds like some like Harry Potter animal. <laughs> yeah. Aragon. Did he win Aragon. an Emmy for something? Yes. He did. For what? His special, his last concert. Oh, what? That's all Gaga's got to do is do a special. She won an Emmy. Okay. Didn't she win one already for American Horror Story? No, that was a Golden Globe. Okay. She wasn't even nominated for an Emmy for hmm. Horror Story. Jackson, take your millennial ass back to the womb. It's a catalog, not a discography. That's from the Warson Woods Wacker. All right, heard loud and clear. I will retire that word from my vocab. I've heard enough. Guys, this isn't anything new. I remember when Jessica Simpson dated Tony Romo, and the cameras always panned Joe Simpson wearing a Jackson Burkett shawl, making out with another man. It's from Carlos Spicy. You know him. He's going to the Hall of Fame. I know him, but I don't recall that shot. When did you guys stop liking a gentleman in cut-off blue jeans sleeping with a lot of black men after Easter church? (laughs) <laughs> that's an when oldie, was the question. but always a goodie. And you guys never answered the question. I don't. I think this is the one time where I can't remember the context of what this no, was. I'm sure I didn't pull it out of thin it's air. It's hard to really describe anything out of context with that. But I'm also technically to... not a millennial. I'm Gen Z. Gen Z. Oh, that explains it. Yeah, millennial be a, like Plowhawk, I believe, is a millennial. I'll do believe I am. That's well, born before the turn of the century? Yeah, 89. I think it's 88 to 95, I think, or 94. I mean, I was born in 98. I always thought Gen Z was like kids who were born before 9-11 but can't remember it. I'm not into her music. I really don't listen to Taylor Swift music. But you, you, she just seems like a down-to-earth nice person. Mm-hmm. She's out there high-fiving the fans, and she opened up the window to the suite. She's dancing, and they have a picture of her, uh, I think, earlier in the season. She was cleaning up the suite. People are, like, leaving their cups in place yeah. there, and she's picking them up and putting them in the trash. Yeah, she absolutely seems like a, a wonderful person. Yeah, nobody, nobody trashing her personality. She does. She seems like a down-to-earth gal. A lot of mm-hmm. people trash her personality, so she's fake. Oh. I, I'm more concerned with the fan base and kind of the lengths they go to be, quote-unquote, involved with the movement. I think her discography is... Okay. <laughs> tremendous. You know, from the day he arrives at Florida State, I have been a big cook guy. What's wrong with it? It sounds like he got like an actual frog in there. Well, he might. She's rock chalk. Met her freshman year. That's from Todd Reesing, Doug. Oh, really? She went to Kansas. Yeah, rock chalk. Going to classes. The Swifties have to step up and put an end to the Mahomes family, though. That's from Tervis Parrish. I don't believe that's up to the Swifties. I don't follow. What does that mean? Are you going to put a... I guess they don't like her palling around with Mrs. Mahomes in the suite? Oh, they don't like that? I I don't know what they like and what they don't like. (laughs) Jackson, are you aware of that? People are really weird about Pat Mahomes' wife. Like, she supports her husband as a big fan, and people are like, ah, she's the worst. She's super annoying. It's like, all right, this is man's wife. Like, chill out. I, I always find that super odd, but... People are weird. The like brother people really was don't annoying, like Brittany Mahomes. But Brittany's just a supportive wife. I'm with you. I, I thought the brother got a little excessive. I think 
there were reasons probably to not be big fans of his. Yeah. A lot of the wives are down there. I know Andy Reid left the field with his wife. I know before the game, Stafford was out there with his wife and his four kids hugging mm-hmm. him. I mean, they're all out there. Well, we got to hate something. There's Jackson Mahomes be... is a bad guy. Brittany Mahomes is a massive thirst bucket. That's from Jarvis oh, Parrish. Gosh. Well, they were on that series, the, the quarterbacks. Was that what it was called on HBO? I think so. It was it was Mahomes and uh, Kirk Cousins. Desmond and Ritter. Marcus Mariota. Mariota. Yeah. Mariota. Why did I say Desmond Ritter? I don't know. Wrong. Uh, and Cousins Alvin. came off so well that I think a lot of his stock rose because a lot of people really liked him. And maybe that's when people decided they didn't like Mahomes' wife. I don't know. Yeah, leave her alone. She did nothing to you. <laughs> no, she didn't. Think about that. Man, that is deep. People, <laughs> people like to complain. You'll find the smallest things to complain about. Yeah, but now you see Kelsey in the tabloids, which you never saw before. And I don't know if it, I don't know what to believe anymore. Somebody wrote uh, probably not the tabloids. Well, two of them said that uh, Jason Kelsey's not a big fan of Taylor Swift and him and his wife don't like her, and there's a tension between the families now because Jason Kelsey doesn't like Taylor, and it led to a big fight over Christmas. <laughs> Do you think maybe that was used to sell the tabloids? Yeah, there's no way. They got the Christmas inside? Yeah. I wouldn't pay a lot of attention to that. Yeah, I don't, but you never saw that before, and now Kelsey's getting dragged through the mud for having an argument on Christmas Day and storming out. Yeah. She wasn't happy with him throwing his helmet. It almost led to a breakup. <laughs> oh, please. Nice. Oh, this is what we worry about here. <laughs> I don't worry about it. I just pops up, <laughs> you know, pops up on my phone and I read it. Uh, you can send your emails in. We'll read those, too. The morning after at InsideSTL.com. Design Air, sponsor of our email of the day. Sweet mother of mercy, Doug. We read that uh, email from uh, a listener in the, in the earlier portion of the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, Design Air came out quick, fast, in a hurry. Looking at the highs, nothing in the 50s uh, between now and next Thursday, according to my Apple forecast. What is December? Excuse me? It is December. But we we are going to be in the 40s toward the end of the week. Uh, Not according to what I have, but you got something different? Yeah, I got uh, 47 on Saturday or Sunday, and then next Monday and Tuesday. Saturday, I got a high of 18, so you have a big discrepancy. (laughs) 30 degree difference? I hope you're right, Nicky. I hope you're too. Friday is going to be the next really cold day where it's going to be zero and maybe 12 degrees, 15 degrees. (laughs) Tomorrow's tomorrow's in the 20s. (laughs) It's in the 30s, and then uh, Friday a little chilly, but then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday starting to warm up again. All right. I'm just telling you what they have. They have a low of 3 on Friday and a high of 18. On Friday? Right. Yeah. I said getting into the weekend. I said Friday's going to be... Oh, excuse me. Saturday, low of 3, high of 18. No, it's your apps wrong. (laughs) Oh, how do you know? Is it really going to be 40 on Saturday? Because me and Madison kind of want to go on a hike. It says 18. (laughs) Let's see what your big channel is. I'm getting stir crazy. Oh, Doug, oh, Doug Channel 4 is about to shot. take some heat. You did That's sign that big way. It's cold to go to Design Air Heating and Cooling, designairservice.com, and work with Seth Goldcamp. I'm a client, Doug's a client, and Iggy's a client, and Seth takes care of this audience. Design Air Heating and Cooling, just go to Design Air Service. 
TMAN.com and work with the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Jackson, QFTA Daily returns today. Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, might have to be from the home office, though. We have a sales meeting at 11, and then I have a doctor's appointment, Doug. Uh, so it might have to be it, it might have to be in the afternoon. But man, we're getting some emails for QFTA, QFTA DLA, uh, T McKernan at InsideSTL.com, TMCKERNAN at InsideSTL.com. Subscribe to the podcast, the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Iggy, what have you discovered? Yeah, it's they changed it. Saturday's gonna be a little chilly. Uh oh. But then we get no hike plow hog. But then we get in the thirties and forties. Man, I was really <laughs> hoping that just my app was on tilt. And... I mean, tomorrow on Thursday, twenties and thirties. So. We're done with the 20 below zero wind chills. Plowsy, instead of hiking, you're going to have to find a nice discography that you like and just listen to that. <laughs> I may have to bust out some, <laughs> maybe some young Jeezy discography over the weekend. Oh. Saturday, 18 with a low at nine. Throw away that cricket wireless free phone. That's from Milagro to kill this year of the month. Beer cats. Yeah, I just changed it. <laughs> I just took a quick look this morning. I got my days mixed up. But I didn't say going into next week. We're in the 30s and 40s, so did I get that right? Here, catch the action's back on you. Been a minute since I heard that one, Blahawk. That's a great one. Yeah, I kind of just, I wanted <laughs> to keep the tension. I know the listeners, I looked at the text line, they're very active. Well <laughs> they're not a huge fan of you calling it December when it's mid January. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to ease everybody and just focus on, you know, it's a new year. <laughs> First day back after a holiday weekend, so it takes a while for coming back from. Think people are angry because of that. Yeah, well, they're angry, and we're not on our A game. Well, they're pissed. We were off, and they were not yesterday. For the most part, I think a lot of people still worked. Madison worked from home yesterday. I left my house three times, in Friday, Saturday, Sunday, in a four-day span. One day to mail a bill, so I walked out to the mailbox. Uh, after the snow, was it Saturday morning? Whatever day it snowed. What day did it's? I don't know. Saturday, I got up, and I wasn't gonna wait. Even though I didn't have to go anywhere, I said, I'm going to clean the car now because it's getting cold. I don't want the snow to freeze on the windshield. So I cleaned the car. And then yesterday I noticed that I had like eight miles to go before I was out of gas. So I said, you got to put gas in the car when it's this cold. So I went and got gas yesterday. So it's the only three times I left the house. Okay. It sounds like we're getting ready for another installment of Iggy Has Never. I'm waiting. No, I'm, I'm not giving you free stuff anymore. If you want, somebody wants to sponsor, go ahead. Oh, so just by <laughs> like, talking, you feel like you're giving the audience I thought the free Cracker stuff. Barrel one was No, I'm just saying I, I only winner. left the house three times. I didn't. Oh. I wasn't going on that stuff. It's freezing. No. I had no. to get gas. Bad, it was freezing yesterday. I had to get gas. Got to stand out there. Even if you put 20 bucks in, which takes like five seconds to fill up nowadays. Oh, we can get through this. You got a good coat, gloves. I don't know. You can get gloves. through this. I'm wearing two pairs of long johns right now. So like, if I wanted to like get it on, it would take me 20 minutes to probably unlayer. Oh, for heaven's sakes! I don't own a pair of gloves. So you know, Madison. Why don't you have gloves? You don't have I don't gloves. Know. I've never found a pair. Oh, but you're supposed to buy them. You're not just supposed to look. I know, for but them. whenever I'm out, I don't look for a pair. And then I think, God, I should have got no, some gloves. That was a good step back. If you got an extra pair, bring some in tomorrow. How about mittens? I would take a nice pair of mittens. I don't have any. You know, I went to um, Herman and walked mm-hmm. around the little shops, and I got some really nice, I didn't bring them today because I don't think they were needed, but really good wool mittens. Oh, did you? Took them to the Packer game. Yeah, they were amazing. 
Mittens are nice. Man, they're like insulated too mm -hmm. on the inside. Wow. Are mittens the ones that have no fingers? Just a thumb. That yeah, would be a mitten. Yep. Yeah. Almost like a mini boxing kind glove. Of to, kind of hard to hold a cigarette without mitt with mittens. Uh, that is true. Uh, I suppose you could. You could pinch them. <laughs> you could use them like pincers. Kind of like those pincers. You know, <laughs> kind of like your mittens or your muffins or yeah. whatever those things are over there. Uh, yeah, but it could be an issue, so maybe mittens aren't for you. I'm shocked you don't have mittens. I, I just start my mugging-ass car, and I go sit inside for 15 minutes, come out, it's toasty warm. Put my hands in my pockets when I come into work, and that's... Hence the nickname, Pockets. <laughs> I wasn't on that show for that nickname. It just stuck. The last car they gave me, I had a steering wheel warmer, heater. Yeah, Mike's got one. Yeah, the RAV4 doesn't have one. Oh, boy, that's nice. They got great cars here at Munganess. They do. Acura. So dependable. I knew oh, it was starting yeah. that thing this morning. I knew it was going to be toasty. I knew there'd be no problem driving. Yeah. Peace of mind. Yeah. Probably got the 5W30 in there. My old car, I would have probably warmed that thing up 20 times during the weekend. Yeah. Just to make sure it started. Mm-hmm. And then Looks like being... a little reverse you might see in football. <laughs> the with the D. Oh, oh, what are you going to do? He's in the room, Daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. I think I like the it's leading like Vin up. Scully's calling the game. I think I like the leading up with the reverse. Looks like oh. they're doing a little uh, A roof daddy comes out of nowhere. The reverse. Well, like I, I didn't hardly understand any, any of the words until I got to look at this, look at that. In the beginning, he said, oh, look at the reverse. It's like football. And then he got excited. It's just a great call. I think... You think that was his son scoring the goal? Must have been. What's a roof daddy? It's when you shoot, the, you shoot the puck at the top of the net. Yeah. They call it daddy? They call it all kinds of things. Maybe we could hear it one more time and it would clear it up. Looks like they're doing a little reverse that you might see in football. The piece with, with the D. Oh, oh, what are you going to do? He's shooting the roof, Daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. Uh, God almighty. Such a wonderful call. I mm -hmm. mean, that's one of the best. You, you have to win an SP for that. You've got to bring this guy out. Has that gone viral or you just find that? There's no, got to be thousands of Is there a YouTube of, of that, Jackson? I found it on some maybe Barstool or some retweeted it or something, but I remember finding it. a video of the goal, but I, okay. I remember finding it, dropping everything I was doing so I could go clip it so I didn't forget because I was like, this is freaking gold. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this only comes around once every uh, couple of years. Hey, there was more after the goal. So I'm wondering if there's a million views of that or we're just the only ones that found it, find it funny. <laughs> no, I remember Barstool because a lot of people were theorizing that that gentleman soiled his pant. <laughs> mm. Or did something, yeah. Uh, and it, it hit the, you you know, Twitter news cycle for about a day. So, you know, gotta catch it. Like, comment. Um, yeah, I don't know how much more we're gonna get out of the, the world of Manitoba junior hockey, but if that's all we <laughs> yeah, got. Yeah. Mm -hmm. what a it's great, a win. What a great harvest. It's a great win. How old was the kid who scored? These little kids are probably six. Oh, okay. No that's, way. Still no, I, I just said that because that's what you said. Uh, <laughs> a six-year-old went roof daddy? I was about to say. Probably, I don't know, teenager or something. Those things don't get off the ground. Guys, wasn't that call, Marsh calling Maryville? That's from Turvish Parish. Is that Marshy Marsh and his playful posse? I don't know. He does call Maryville games, but that was not Marshy. Okay. He's got a playful posse. The ladies love his style. Do is they? he a man in love these days, Jackson? Yeah. He is? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if he's like... Know, super public about it. I don't know. I don't want to say too much. But yeah, let's yeah. go in and get into his love life. All right. Let's get into it. He's a man in love. Yes, he. Juniors are 16 to 20. Turvis Parish. Yeah, you're 
Well, you're preaching the wrong choir here. I don't know much about that. I would assume juniors is anything below pro, right? Or college? Am I wrong? Doug? Doug? Uh, I don't know the exact definition of junior hockey. I, I, I don't know. It seems like there's different ages from, like, high school on up. A pastry chef named Mesfin says there's more after that clip. He just keeps going on and going on. He says that well, in I the can't. YouTube uh, chat. I can't find it. Well, send us a link, buddy. I'm looking on Twitter. <laughs> Do some work. Send your emails in as well. The morning after at InsideSTL.com for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today. Text in uh, for our... Uh, text line 314-881-TMA5. And that is how you can be a friend of the feather and interact with this radio program. Just save it in your phone. The next thing you know, you're interacting with the show anytime you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to support the EDF group? Sponsor a TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the edfgroup.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF Group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the edfgroup.com. The EDF Group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF Group difference. Learn more at the edfgroup.com. All right, let's close out the Munganess, St. Louis Acura, Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour at 8.31. Take a commercial break, come back with lots of fun with audio, and Jackson with a really bountiful email of links this morning uh that is coming your way on the other side of our break this is the morning after presented to you by brown and crouppen